Or you can go fuck with that light. You can go fuck with them niggas. Or you can come fuck with the gang. Cause if you come fuck with this pivot, you gon' be dropping some change. You might even pop in this thing. But you gon' be getting some brain. So you can come fuck with the gang. 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 You know you can come fuck with the gang. 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 You know you can fuck with the gang. 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 You can come fuck with the gang. You know you won't fuck with the gang. You know you won't fuck with the gang. What up, what up, what up, what up? Y'all already know what it is. I'm your boy, Fat to the Motherfucking Rock, and this is the Motherfucking Paul Hall Podcast. These are the Halls. What's good? Matt, the Motherfucking General. You see what it is, the Pussy Motherfucking Jammer. The Pussy Jammer. <laughs> the Pussy Jammer. Uh, I don't know what these... This nigga it's self explanatory. I am the motherfucking star of the gang, the gang star, Scotty motherfucking T, <laughs> Black Hitler. Uh, yeah, we gonna give a round of applause okay. for the hogs, but not that pussy. <laughs> we don't know what the fuck Casino G is. He's missing his actions. He's on his dirty max count. <laughs> do y'all know, know who Houdini is? Yeah, Houdini well, yeah. was a magician. He he, he popped up and then he came back and then he popped back in. I'm gonna pop back in like a magician. Poof. <laughs> hey, before we get it started, man, I like to say thank y'all. Houdini died, didn't he? Doing his tricks. Yeah, he did. I'm saying before <laughs> we get it started, I just want to say thank y'all for rocking with us. Y'all could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with the hogs. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but before we get it started, get us that thumbs up, that likes, that. Tell a friend, tell a friend about the PPN because we here every Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Um, hit that notification bell if you're on YouTube so you can get that ding, ding, ding. every time we drop new content. You know what I'm saying, um, I want to get it started, but where the fat boy go? <laughs> where did the fat boy go? I want to start. He said something about some grits and chicken. <laughs> so, um. I wanted to start the show off by talking, doing something different this week. Usually we start off by talking a lot of shit and laughing and joking, but I wanted to start off with like a real mystery story. You know how like uh, the podcast that you listen to, they got like mysteries and every episode is like a different part of the story. Today we're going to go through the whole story. <laughs> and. Let's hear it, man. What flavor is this? You said it's the like a story mystery? Is, the story is about um Jessica Lane Chambers. She um she um got um burnt burnt alive in 2014. And um when they came to find discover her body, she was actually still alive, standing up, talking. She was actually almost able to tell them who killed her. That um, a year later into the investigation, they started putting her same words together and um, actually found out who her killer was. They got a documentary coming out like tonight on like A and E and all that. What about it? Yeah. So what um, was the medical excuse for her ability to do that? Did they say a comment about that? Uh-uh, they didn't. They just started to tell us about the story. It said on. Uh, 2014, Jessica Lane Chambers was murdered when she was set on fire outside of her small Mississippi hometown. When responders found her clinging to life, her body covered by at least 90% of burns, she managed to whisper a name, perhaps a clue to her killer. 
Unfortunately, Jessica died the next day at a Memphis hospital. Her death shocked the nation, and Jessica continues to elude Jessica's family. This is a tragic tale. Um, it says, December 6, 2014 is a day that the residents of Cortland, Mississippi will never forget. At 8.09 p.m., fire crews responded to a call from a truck driver that a car was on fire on a back road just outside of town. Expecting to find an abandoned car, the firefighters, yeah, the firefighters, um, where we at, where we at? They expect to find a Bennett car. The firefighters were greeted with a nightmarish sight they would never forget. Next to the car stood a young woman naked apart from her underwear. Responders said she looked like a zombie. Worse, her whole body had been engulfed in flames. The first responder, Cole Haley, traumatized for months after, reported she had her arms out saying, help me, help me, help me. Her hair was fried like it had been stuck in a light socket. Her face was black and her body was severely burned. He asked her her name. She responded, Jessica Tambers. Then with her mouth charred black by the fire, Haley realized she was trying to say her name was Jessica Chambers. Damn, they burnt her, but she survived like long enough to like tell some people some shit. That's crazy. It said, um, Cole continued. It said, I didn't even ask her if it was an accident. I just asked her who did this to her. As Jessica attempted to ask, answer his questions about her killer's identity, Cole knew he had to take in all the information he could before she passed. But Jessica's speech was practically unintelligible due to her horrific injuries. Damn. That's crazy. Like, that's crazy. What would you do if you supposed to Responding to a fire, you're thinking it's a car, and you pop up, and it's a person on fire, bro, like, like on fire. It's crazy. That's crazy. He said, after he wrapped her in a blanket, Cold walked her to the back of his fire truck. When she couldn't go anymore, he laid her down, and she reached for his hand. Jessica was desperately trying to whisper something in his ear. She, she knew... We couldn't understand her, and she was she was getting frustrated with us, and we are getting frustrated finally. Fighting for her life, Jessica managed to whisper one last cryptic clue. Eric did, Eric did this to me, and then she was gone, unconscious. But they had something to go on, Eric, although several of the five or six attending responders heard Derek. So some people heard Eric, and some people heard Derek. I don't know where that name came from. Naturally, the police inquiry centered around Jessica's last words, the name Eric or Derek. But everyone, every avenue they investigated came up blank. Police interviewed hundreds of people, including Eric's and Derek's and even drug dealers Jessica may have known. They all checked out. Then it came to light that in the six weeks before Jessica's death, Jessica had told her father, who worked as a mechanic for the county sheriff's department, 10 or 15 times, everybody thinks I'm snitching because you work for the police. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The breakthrough came after investigators utilized modern tech data, including cell phone workers and new fangled triangulation techniques taken from pings from cell phone towers this led to a local man's arrest indictment for Jessica Chambers' murder. 
It wasn't until we received information from subpoenas and began analyzing information we obtained that certain things began falling into place. D.A. John Champion said, man, this story is deep. Like how they caught the dude. This dude's name ain't even Eric. His cousin's name was Eric. And to top it off, in the end, this dude is being charged for this girl murder and an Asian little girl murder, too. Like, it's crazy. Like, we don't get into this. It said, deep down south in Mississippi has long been a hotbed for racial tension, and the town of Cortland was no different. A local African-American named <laughs> Tellis had been on police radar for a long time after Jessica's friend suggested he could have something to do with the murder. Furthermore, WMC reporter Janice Broach also spotted Quentin Tellis hanging around at the M&M store and listening intensely as she interviewed Ali, the gas station clerk. <clears throat> In the, to get, make a long story short, this is the killer. The Quentin Tellis dude is the killer. You know what I'm saying? He was fresh out of prison, begging the girl for sex. She kept turning down his advances. He got her to go with him, fake the smoke weed, and he killed her. Thought he killed her, set her on fire. Yeah, it it it's a documentary. It's gonna be on A and E like tonight. Like, like tonight. It's a two-part documentary about the Quentin Tellis dude because he's fighting two different murder cases. It's that crazy. Going back to, he going to jail. Yeah. yeah, Um. let's see. Um. In February 2016, Quentin Tellis was arrested. Though he was eight years older than Jessica, the two had attended the same school and he lives just over a mile from where she was found to burn. That's crazy. It's like a block away, motherfucker. <laughs> Straight up. People is dumb. You do crimes in your backyard. Like they got in in the end of this story, y'all can see they had hella text messages, hella everything that is due and her together for the whole day to like up to the You're time she got. Yo, and that second murder with my bad. What was that, Matt? No, I say you ain't supposed to shit in your own yard, bro. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? And yo, and that second murder was brutal. He took she was found with over 30 stab wounds. Yeah, 30 stab wounds. He did hella shit to the Asian girl in Louisiana. That's after yeah, he, he fled from here from Mississippi. They went to Louisiana, and he got married to another girl, a black girl, at the same time he murdered this Asian. He, this dude, crazy. Man, Thirty times, man. He poked, he poked her like, God damn, bro, why you so mad? But soon as Tellis was indicted by a grand jury for capital murder, evidence showed that within an hour of Jessica's death, Tellis had deleted her contact information and text messages piecing together GPS location data from Jessica and Quentin's phone, CCTV witnesses, police were able to create a timeline of Jessica's last day on Earth. It clearly incriminated Quentin Tillis, or did it? Like, it incriminated him all the way up to the minute where she go missing. 
like all the way to the minute where she go missing. He said he seen her up to 7.30. The police said that's the time, about the time she died. Then he said, oh, I last seen her at 7 o'clock. He kept trying to change his timeline to where when he seen her no more. Hey, like, you mind? We got both of y'all phones together triangulating in the same fucking thing. Like, you did this to that girl. Like, he initially, he initially tried to strangle her, and I guess he thought he strangled her, and so he set her on fire. You know what I'm saying? Get rid of the evidence. But he did strangle her. He just set her on fire. Like, that was crazy. He, he knocked her out. You know how hey, the chicken you pass out? Hey, over some, over some pussy, bro. Yeah, it said, though it was reported Glennon Tellis had been pestering Jessica for sex, phone records showed the two knew each other well. Although he only recently been released from prison for burglary, they hung out lots in the short two weeks they knew each other. He only knew her for two weeks and there then no he He said... The hey, did, or did she... Oh, so she only knew him for two weeks or what? Did she know him, like, writing him while he was in the pen type shit? Oh no, they ain't, they ain't they ain't say nothing about that. See in the documentary, they might get more into a lot, that. A lot of shit. Hey, a lot of yeah, shit goes like that, bro. It don't even tell when us how she meet. met this sucker. Yeah, it said they corresponded. That correction officer that broke the dude out. Yeah, they broke the dude out. <laughs> yeah, she. It said they corresponded frequently and could even have been conducting a romantic relationship, even though both parties already have partners. Most murder victims are killed by someone they know, often a partner. In Jessica's case, her boyfriend, Travis Sanford, was in prison at the time, ruling him out as a suspect. So she liked criminals. She liked criminals. Her boyfriend was in prison. She might have wrote this dude while he was in prison. She put herself in a bad predicament. My condolences, I feel bad for her family and what happened to this girl, but she put herself in that situation. That's one thing I want to say about these ladies. They get these pen pals and shit, bro, and think they're, you know, oh, he's different now. He's did his time and he's changed. You must be new to the game, bitch, because you ain't never heard that jail talk or that pen talk. I see motherfuckers change as soon as they get in jail. Oh, I ain't doing nothing else ever again. You That's fuck around and get caught up in that conversation. You talk yourself into something bad. All right. It say on 29th of November, just two weeks before her death, Quinn and Taylor's had and Jessica Chambers first swapped phone numbers. By December 3rd, they were engaged in conversations about sex with, with Tellis Texan, I'm horny, to which Jessica simply replied, oh, Lord. Despite his persistence, they kept hanging out, and further texts revealed Jessica turned down multiple sexual advances from Quentin, including on the day she was murdered. So he murdered her because she wouldn't mm. give him this. But then when they found her, she was naked with only just her underwear on. So did he rape her? And then set her on fire. Did she? But if she said, "Oh Lord," that him asking her, she only said, "Oh Lord." That's not a clear answer. Her saying no, bro. That was on the 29th. They said, but they got other text messages of her clearly turning him down. 
So she died on the 6th of December. This is text. They said in text conversations on December 5th, that's the day before she died. You know what I'm saying? Jessica asked Quentin Tellers for money, for food. So she asked them for money. Is there a couple? What's going on? She asked them for money. Know what I'm saying? And, um, okay. Instead, he replied. Did she agree to something or not? So look, she asked for money. She agreed to something and didn't pay? Look, she asked for money. He asked for sex. Jessica told him she only needed about six dollars. So <laughs> she said, "Give me some money. Give me some sex." You know what I'm saying? So minutes later, CCTV footage from the M and M gas station in Cortland shows Tellis walking across the street to where Jessica Carr has come into view before walking back to his driveway. So my man stayed across the street from the gas station as we can, as the story telling me, you know what I'm saying? Because earlier in the story, somebody was talking to the, the clerks at the gas station interviewing, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, he must stay right across the street from the gas station and the cameras must get his driveway. It's crazy. It's say. Oh, the day she died, the two spent some of the morning together riding around town. Both spent the afternoon napping at their respective houses until around 4.30. When Quentin texted Jessica, Chambers replied saying she will get food with him on the condition he paid. The winter sun set, darkness descended on Mississippi, and Jessica left her mom's house for the last time. An hour later, Jessica was captured on CCTV at that gas station. Again, you know what I'm saying? They always go to this gas station. That's it's in their hood, must be. You know what I'm saying? They say she is shown pumping gas before bending down to pick up a penny for good luck. About a mile and a half from where she would be found burning alive. Right in the same was area. That penny was, that penny was that, on that she must have been not lucky. That shit wasn't lucky. That penny wasn't that lucky. Was it said the clerk remembers she filled her car with $14 of gas instead of her usual five as she was going somewhere. Jessica pulls out and heads south down US 51. This was the last time Jessica was seen by anyone except Quentin and her killer, who could be one and the same. By six o'clock, Jessica Chambers' phone records. So she was on her way to the neighboring town of Batesville, where it's believed she and Tellers ate Taco Bell together. They arrived back in Cortland at 6.30, and at 6.48, Jessica makes the last call she will ever make to her mom. You know what I'm saying? And um, it said the call lasted 76 seconds. Her mother, Lisa, says there was no music on the background noise, which she found unusual, leading her to believe her daughter was with someone. Tellis maintains they went back to his house in the midst to smoking weed and having sex with Jessica for the first time in the area behind his house. He probably raped that girl and then set her on fire, bro. Like, it's crazy. At that time, Jessica son, Look, at that time, her cell phone shifted dramatically west onto Heron Road, where she was would be found burning almost to death. So it went from his house to that place where she fucking died. 
know what I'm saying? They was together to like 7, 7.15, and then 7.30, she died. But her, her phone don't go like nowhere else but his house to the spot where she died. So this what this nigga did. After he burned her, bro. All right, man. After um, after he burned her, this is what he did. Twelve minutes later, Quentin left a voicemail on Jessica's phone, like so he could act like he wasn't with her. Know what I'm saying? Followed almost immediately by a text reading, "Hey, my friend is coming over tonight. I'll call you tomorrow. Good night, sweet dreams." <laughs> He's smart. Know what I'm saying? Smart. But he's dumb at the same time. <clears throat> Firefighters found Jessica in her burning car at 8.09. Quinn was then alleged to have fled the scene and hitchhiked as far away as possible. When the police questioned Quinn on his alibi, soon started falling apart. Initially, he said he was with Jessica until 7.30. When the police said this was around the time she was murdered, he changed his story saying that she was with that he was with her until seven. Know what I'm saying? Trying to make, yeah, know what I'm saying? But cell phone data clearly show the two were close to approximately together until 7.30, bro, when she was killed. Know what I'm saying? When, when the shit took place, between 7.30 and 7.45, when she moved, 8 o'clock when the firefighters come. Know what I'm saying? She still was alive, but burned, so yeah, she was burned badly at 8.09. So that shit, she had to have been burned somewhere between 7.30 and 8 o'clock. Yeah, so shit. Well, let's see, let's see. The police felt it was improbable Jessica encountered someone else in 30 minutes between leaving Telly's home and being discovered on fire. That's what I'm saying, know what I'm saying? How is it? Like, she was burnt badly, badly. So she needed time to be burning. You know what I'm saying? So he changed his story, saying he was at a local store when Jessica must have been murdered. But he was just with her, so now he was at a store. What the fuck? Yeah. Man, if y'all want to know more about this, you know what I'm saying? Catch this documentary on A&E, you know what I'm saying? It's um, the Jessica Lane Chamber story. And that's what it's gonna be on A and E. Yeah, y'all can get. I'm curious all because it. from what I can see, and I'm reading about it, he's been on trial twice already for these, and there has been mistrial. Yeah, he got like the first trial was a mistrial. A hung, they found him not guilty, but some people stood up and said that one they vote, so they declared it a hung trial. Then the second one been a mistrial. He's been on trial for it multiple times, and now he's fighting the other case of the other. Case. Which I think also has um, parts of that case have been dismissed too. Yeah, he had that other girl. He had that other girl fucking. Um, What's going on with number. this? He had her bank card number. He got caught trying to fucking find out the pin. He was calling about the pin number. So that's how they initially caught him for the other girl murder because he had possession of her um, debit card, her bank card, some shit like that. So yeah, yeah, y'all look into that. It's a crazy story. And he, 
it's an interesting story. It's more and more pieces of that story, you know what I'm saying? Because his cousin Derek Holmes comes into the picture, you know what I'm saying? So if you think his um the name that she was saying was Eric or Derek, it's a cousin named Derek Holmes. It's another cousin named Eric, you know what I'm saying? So it makes it all interesting the story come together. When I start reading it, I was overwhelmed. And I so think it's still in court. court. So, so it's it's got that element too where Yeah, like you where know, you, we don't, you yeah, the story it's still ongoing. Yeah, it's still ongoing. The case is still ongoing. The murder is unsolved, you know what I'm saying? But they think they have a person. It's 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 over all over the place, baby. Where does Scotty go? Well, we got some likes off of Facebook. It was a like by King Almighty. <laughs> Much like Houdini, Scotty disappeared. He, like, he never, he never came back for another show. <laughs> like damn right, like last week he disappeared. He said he didn't want to hear our, our friend, our Fugazi talking about he was Judas. Yeah, hey, I got a thing. Not everything has to be flaming hot. Now they're trying to make cinnamon toast crunch flaming oh, hot. Fuck that. Fuego. That's what they Cinnamon Toast Fuego. <laughs> Everything don't need to be flaming hot. These kids burning their whole stomach lining out, eating this hot shit all the time. They got flaming Cheetos, flaming fucking everything. Everything fucking hot these days. What's wrong with y'all? Booties be burning and everything. My camera's acting up a bunch. Yeah. I think I keep kicking the cord, and so it's uh, disconnected and I gotta reconnect it every time. Uh, uh. <clears throat> All right, world, out. world, world, hogs. Y'all know we he man woman haters most of the time over here. So this right here says if she got two eyes, she got two guys. So imagine if she got glasses. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. And I like that. Let's see, I got a good story. Today in Black Excellence come from right here in Missouri. You know what I'm saying? It comes right here in Missouri. Today in Black Excellence, we want to give a round of applause to David. He's a graduate. He graduated at the age of nine. His name is David Balagon. He's nine years old. He has earned his high school diploma. Um, he said he um has plans to study be a physicist, an astrophysicist. You know what I'm saying? Uh, imagine being nine years old and already having your high school. You know what I'm saying? You, That's crazy. You don't even got to go to school no more, for real life. Literally. So we're going to give a round of applause to this young man right here. Nine years old, David Balagon. You know what I'm saying? Um, he graduated the Cyber Charter School in Harrisburg. Yeah, um, smart kids, smart fucking kids. Okay, okay. All I do, this for all the people like me. All I do is work, sleep, eat, and I still be broke, sleepy, and hungry. <laughs> I felt that to the core. All I do is work, sleep, eat, and I still be sleepy, broke, and hungry. I fucking felt that, like just laughed. the way they want you to be. I laughed so hard. If you work eight hours a day, 
and then come home for eight hours a day doing other chores and running around paying bills. What that leave you with? Eight hours to do nothing? Eight hours to fucking sleep. Or say this, if you work eight hours a day, then you sleep eight hours a day, that leave you with eight hours in the fucking day and night to do nothing. Bro, that's your time to drive to work. Yeah, that's four hours in the daytime. Go grocery hours. shopping. Yeah, you have no oh. time to do anything. Yeah. You work eight days, eight hours, and slept eight hours. You have no time in the day to do nothing. So, I think working is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> How y'all feel about that? I feel like working is stupid. I feel like having to pay to live is stupid. So. I think a lot of people need to be working on finding those passive income streams where you could enjoy more days off where you don't have to stress about making money and you could enjoy your time. Yeah. yeah. Everybody, but let social media tell it. Everybody's living that way now. Everybody rich, they chasing the bag. It ain't no rich motherfuckers out here like that. You ain't rich. Everybody lying on social media and shit. I'm keeping it real in real life and on social media. Bitch, I'm broke. I'm broke. I'm broke. I don't got no money. Credit though. That's the difference. I don't got no money for shit. I don't got money to do nothing. Don't call me to ask me, do I want to take no trips? Do I want to do nothing? (laughs) I'm broke, motherfucker. I'm broke. I'm just living, motherfucker. These bills and these kids is kicking my ass. I ain't rich. I ain't rich. We going on trips all the time. Only thing I'm spending money on a lot is weed. That's it. That is it. What the fuck? I'm broke. Don't ask me for shit. Okay, I seen this online. Jock, young Jock. Remember last week I said they got him said that he looking like Linnell with his platinum hair. So now he said, stop disrespecting him, coming at him. He's a man's man. But if a man's man is doing this, I don't want to be a man's man. No. He got fine platinum hair. He wearing dresses. He wearing slick backs. He doing all type of shit. That is not a man's man. B. I'm sorry, B. Unless you having a midlife crisis and you're doing everything to stay relevant. But if you're doing shit to stay relevant, you're not a man's man. Who cares what another motherfucker thinks? You're not a man's man, bro. <laughs> I don't ever want to hear that come out your mouth again. You're not a man's man. Stop that. Okay, okay. Serious question, y'all. How do you feel about buying fake designer? Me? All that shit fake. If you go on Gucci, Louie, all of them websites, they don't fucking make urban fucking clothes. No way. My homeboy said, go to Vegas. They got it. But if they making Louie, they took some fabric off something that Louie didn't want, and they made you a hoodie or something. Louie didn't make that shit. Gucci didn't make that shit. It's made by somebody else, and you paying Gucci and Louie prices. So, therefore, it's all knockoff. It's all fake. You know what I'm saying? The most you can get as a black person for your culture is a belt, a bag. You know what I'm saying? They don't make clothes for you guys, so Wherever you buying that shit from, it's not real. So I don't remember where I read it to cite what 
where I got the statistics from, but there is something I read saying 80% of counterfeits are actually made in the same factories their counterparts are made in. Yeah, right next to The same material by the same people. It's just not overseen by that company to be exactly specified they want it. Damn right. And they don't make certain stuff for certain people, so. Like, there's clear knockoffs. I don't like the the knockoff shoes with the soft soft soles and shit and (laughs) You know, yeah, where your, right. foot, your foot walks through it and, and the stitching comes undone. Uh-huh. I don't got a problem with it because I don't give a fuck about brands and shit. I wear my own shit most of the time. <coughs> you ain't catching me breaking my neck by no Gucci and Louis and shit like that. I wear polo. Like I said, I ain't rich. I ain't trying to break my neck to buy a thousand dollar shoe. On my corner store tees, bro. Four for twenty. Damn right. I buy a t-shirt out the store is what two for ten bucks or some shit. I buy them shits out the store all the time. I've been doing that since I was a drug dealer. I'm gonna continue to do that till I'm old in the dirt. Okay, man. I seen this quote. And I was going to fucking not show this, but I really, it interested me. It said, I think having kids while not financially stable is selfish. And I couldn't argue. I couldn't argue with that. I don't like, think, I don't know, it's, it's more stupid than it's selfish, but. Yeah, it's stupid. What, what is selfish about it? I'm saying selfish would be if you continue parenting, you don't change your ways and sacrifice for your kid because there's tons of parents who are broke, who has kids. And make it happen. They quit drinking. They quit smoking. They quit hanging out with their friends and going out. They make it happen, happen. right? That ain't selfish. That's fucking honorary to me, right? But I think kids make you grow up anyway because sometimes people financially irresponsible and all that shit because they just about them. They don't Mm -hmm. got nobody to be responsible about. So... Sometimes kids make you grow up. I know yeah, having yeah. my first son, it, it made me mature a lot. You know what I'm saying? Because I was in the streets and I didn't care about nobody. But when I had a son, I had to care yeah, about yeah, somebody. Yeah, like yeah, somebody, yeah, yeah. somebody fucking depend on me. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Say, what, Mike? They changed everything I do. Everything. Yeah. Having, having, having kids changed everything I do the whole way of looking about Yeah. Kids make you grow up, so I don't. I don't think it's selfish to be broke. Because <laughs> some people, it just happens. And look, speaking of kids, this girl said, "I wish we could choose our baby daddies." And I said, um, "Newsflash! I thought you do choose your baby daddy, and you you choose who you have kids with." So, <laughs> man, he chose right in their legs open. What is this world coming to where people fucking just don't think before they talk? Like, I see a lot of that these days. People just, the words spill out, but they brain do not compute. And you be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Or they don't listen before they say something. This world is dumb. It's, it's, the new generation... It's empathy. People lack the ability to put themselves in someone else's position and see 
There you go. Just how someone might be in that situation or the train of thought they put someone in that place. You smart. You smart. I'm going to give you the DJ Kelly. <laughs> that, that's it right there. <laughs> I like that. You know what I'm saying? All right. All right. All right, gang. Bye now. One weekend oh. and one pound of kush. Who you bringing with you? I'm bringing the gang. Oh, nice. I'm bringing the gang. We're going to be in there and we're going to do a live podcast right there in there. But I think we'll have more than a pound of weed. That pound of weed be smoked in like two days. <laughs> we'll smoke that shit up. Fucking pound of weed. That ain't enough. But that treehouse cliff house looking shit, that's just tight. Okay, I got this because I seen it was funny. It ain't, I don't have shit about it. Ain't nothing too clever about it, but bada, wada, there you go. <laughs> that shit was funny to me when I see it. I'm like, what the fuck? The internet always be trying to win, boy. The, the internet is the biggest cyber bully that I know. Well, MGK did a complete 180 from where he came, bro. Fucking so Eminem not, did it to him. Too sure what that's about. And Eminem did it to him. He, <laughs> <laughs> he broke him mentally. Yeah, he broke him mentally. Yeah, but I think. I think in the first initial battle, when the first initial beef battle started, I think MGK won. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't a bad. It wasn't fucking yeah. hard song. I think he was winning, and then Eminem came back, and I was like, "Oh my god, what the fuck!" <laughs> the five and a half minutes of oof. and then. Then MGK turned to fucking rock and roll or some shit, whatever he was trying to make, and he, he just switched up. I'm like, oh man, Eminem do it to you every time. I just seen since I've been since I grew up, I just seen Eminem destroy many of rap careers. So you shouldn't mess with that dude. They nah, that, that was wild. Like, he called him out though. He deserved it. Yeah, he started. Everybody, it. I see him mangle. They have I don't know how you foreseen that was gonna end. <laughs> <laughs> I foresee everybody losing when they fucking win. He fucking them up. All right, man, we moving on. This is the type of shit my coach are like right here. My people like. So DJ Emmy wife is going on a twenty day girls vacay. Now what he does with his wife is his business, but for me, that's a strong no go. Ain't no way I would hope mines don't want to be away from me let alone the children, for 20 days. I don't want to be away from mine that long. What you got to do that you need to be away for three weeks? I don't want to hang with my homeboys more than three days. Yeah, I don't know. The new ones is different. But everybody asking this question and questioning her, talking about why she want to get away for 20 days. Anybody that don't know, I'm going to tell y'all, DJ Envy, cheated on this girl multiple times. He had a whole public relationship with Erica Mena while he married to this girl and, and she fucking kept him and stayed with him. Now, it's her time. Put that 318 comment. <laughs> Look like she going to rehab. Your mommy's just going to a vacation no, for 21 days. She's going, she going to have some fun. She going to do yeah, her. They in a whole different tax bracket, bro. They do same bro been doing us. him. Bro been doing him. Now she ready to do her. 
know what I'm saying? Because they was on, they was on like the no jumpers or something, and she was letting it be known. She said her husband got a little penis and all of that. Because oh. she tired of what he doing to her. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes girls get tired of being embarrassed. Yeah. Shit. So now yeah, you're gonna fight your back. Time for her to fight back. So people questioning why she dipping out. She might be dipping out for them 20 days to do her, then come back to the marriage, other than just leave. See the where they're at. Right. Okay. That's probably where they at. She got a 21 day hall pass. Yeah, because he got to do him. Now she gonna do her, and they that way they're gonna keep their marriage together. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, guys, I finally found it. I finally found it. I found it. Bam! The oh. car Cleo took her last ride in. You know what I'm saying? I found it. It's still mangled with bullet holes and everything. <laughs> to set it off hard. Hey, that car was hard. That Cadillac was hard as a mug when she got it cleaned up. Mm. That was just a joke. I've seen that and I was like, that looked like to set it off hard. <laughs> Would you smoke this? After you smoke this, what you doing? I'm smoking again. Nah. <laughs> After I smoke that, I'm smoking again. You're going to be fucked up, though, boy. This shit is drizzled with all type of gas. That's my gaming session. That's where I smoke, and I just go game, bro. Pick pick a game that I love. You just get immersed. Yeah, that's, that's if I smoke that, I'm about because to you know what? Well, you don't smoke that if you got shit to do. That's for sure. <laughs> I smoke that. We you got errands and chores. If I smoke that, we're going grocery shopping all over. <laughs> I'm about to eat everything out the pantry. Yeah, but you know it, man. You go grocery shopping when you stone. You know you leave that place and you're like, fuck, I forgot <laughs> all the shit I needed to make my dinners and all I bought was junk food. <laughs> Bro said, I'm going to mop the grass after that. Yeah, don't never go grocery shopping. When nah, you don't. When it sounds you like a good idea in theory and in like practice. But you never get what you went there for. Yeah. You always get all fucking munchy food. Then when you get home, like, ain't no damn real food. Oh, no. no, no. You forgot your bread, but you got three types of Doritos. <laughs> okay. The year is 2005. And I don't know, 2005, I was selling drugs. So I don't know. Some people was in school, all that stuff, but I was selling drugs. So it's 2005, summer of 2005. Which one of these games you playing? MVP baseball, Madden 06, FIFA 05, or NCAA? I know all my friends and Scotty them in 05, they was playing this, the NCAA football 06. They was playing Yeah, Madden or yeah, NCAA. I don't know. None about I no barely play, man. It was, it was, um... You walk in your homeboy's house, you just see nine motherfuckers there doing a Madden tournament. You need to jump Five in. Dollars. $5. Yep. $5, baby. Hold up, man. One sec. Okay, okay. This nigga Mike done put me on pause. <laughs> All right. I got this from Brian Moss. I don't... Uh, I don't know what to say about this. I just thought it was funny. He said, if she can't cook, she got to cut the grass. Fuck that. I don't know if I can't or I've, if I'm arguing with that. Hell no. If she can't cook, she got to cut the grass. I think I agree. I'm, I'm mobbing with him. 
I'm marvel with them. It got to be some kind of give and take. What you think, Mike? Throw it back. If she can't cook, she got to cut the grass. Or learn. Or learn. <laughs> yeah, because if she can't cook, she got to do something. I don't know. If I'm cooking every day, then you got to take on one of my chores. Yeah. <laughs> you got to cut the grass. I feel, I feel it. it. <laughs> Get the gutters, you know. All right, man. All right. All right. We got to come. He said that's fair. Uh, Miss Debbie's in the building. She said that's fair. Okay. All right. I think that's fair too, Newton. I think that's real fair. <laughs> my wife helps with the grass, though. Like my backyard's huge. She'll cut the front just to help me out, and I'll go cut the back for two hours. Man, Sandra is, is a G, though. Yeah, she is. There ain't too many girls like that. But yeah, she she learned how to cook though. She wasn't a cook. She could have cooked for the longest. I <laughs> will. She got learned. She, got she kicked it with the boys. Right. So it was nice that she had to learn. That's cool. All right, man. We got this crazy story. This story right here. Wow. It said while on an African safari, Garrett Wells was made aware of an absolute dinosaur of a crocodile that had been living in an irrigation pond that locals used for drinking water, bathing, and washing clothes, posing a threat to local safety. The, hunter, the hunt was especially seeing the local villagers celebrate his kill. I've hunted all life and I've oh. never experienced, experienced anything like this. This fucking nerd, that's a dinosaur! He said he Where hunted all life? <laughs> Man, look at that thing. He said he hunted all life. Yeah, you're right, bro. That's what I said. That's a whole dinosaur. Ain't no fucking crocodile. But I said crocodiles and alligators are dinosaurs. They was here when dinosaurs were here. Like, I think elephants, giraffes, and hippos was here, too. They, them the last dinosaurs. You see how big those animals are, bro? Yeah, they but move. I think with all them cases... The crocodiles and shit like that has evolved less. Like they're yeah. the the most the most the species that has changed yeah. the least over yeah, the, the most it. amount of time. Yeah, yeah, I think they are. Like, yeah, they they the most dinosaurist. <laughs> nah, right? Yeah, straight up. Like, I thought this was crazy. This shit is like, if you put them on the top of each other, that crocodile would still be bigger than that. You have to put them on the top of each other twice for to make them the same size as that fucking crocodile. The crocodile is three times the size of a man. That's just ridiculous. Okay, 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 world, hog, land. I got a quote for y'all. This is motivation quote. It said, it's okay to fall apart sometimes. Tacos do, and we still love them. <laughs> Just a little bit of motivation for y'all. I'm telling you, if that was on a t-shirt, I would wear that, because that could be my motto. Bro said that should be on a t-shirt. Okay, I got a little story for y'all. I think this story is funny. It's crazy. And I got a question to ask. Why I have to be a black lady, man? Why? Just why? Just why? That's crazy. 60 zero. Six-year-old woman work worker charged with stealing 1.5 million dollars worth of chicken fucking 
Wayne Vera Little, 66, allegedly placed hundreds of unauthorized food orders with Gordon Food Service, the main food supplier to the Harvey School District 152. The scheme ran from July 2020 to February 2022. During the COVID-19 pandemic, prosecutor said she is charged with felony theft and continuing a financial crime enterprise. Prosecutors said Fox Chicago charged her. The Illinois woman was accused of stealing $1.5 million in food, mostly chicken wings, over nearly two years. My only question is, what's she do with all the chicken wings? That's she was making plates. Two she years. was stealing plates. What the fuck was she doing? But no, I'm saying black people love chicken. I don't know. I'm them chicken wings. Oh, she was placing separate orders. You know what I'm saying? She would order the food for the fucking school. Then she would make a separate order for chicken wings. And the school don't even fucking order chicken wings because it's meat with bones in it. They don't serve meat with bones in it to the kids. Right. So they you think if that. she would have did something, the school was actually putting on their menu? They would have never knew. Never been caught. Never um, been. Let me see, like, Bach pricing for five pounds of chicken wings looking like... Bro, there's no way that's 294 bucks. <laughs> I said, bro, ain't no way. <laughs> So we got 1.5. Yeah, no, that's like $50 a pound. So we'll just do $7 a pound. Let's do a million <laughs> divided by seven. So she stole, you say she stole 200,000 pounds of chicken? <laughs> that's why wings stop. They, they out of wings, they got to do thighs. Thighs stop and shit like that. Thighs and legs. She just stole all the chicken wings. What the fuck, bro? What? What the fuck, bro? What did she do with she all the chicken? That means over 24 months. That was <laughs> almost 9,000 pounds of chicken a month. They were smashing it. What the fuck was she doing with all that chicken, bro? 9,000 pounds of chicken a month. So let's say what? this one five pounds for 131. What the fuck, man? All right, man. World hogs and hog land. The worst reply to I love you. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it always bugged me when my when like my cousins and shit when I was younger. You know, you say like you know, you love your cousins, say bye, say bye, you love your cousins, because my parents tell you. They always hit me with, I love me too. And I don't know why, like, that shit always just irritated me. Like, just say back, bro, say you love me. <laughs> say, you say I love you, just say okay. Yeah, oh yeah. Hey, you know what? My dad, it's always bugged me. We'd be like, um, daddy, I love you. He'd be like, yeah, 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 I know, I know, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay. He's he do a shit like that. He would never say I love you too. You He'd be like, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. What yeah, yeah, uh-huh mean. What the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the fuck is yeah, yeah? Somebody, I know you do. <laughs> you and they say, I know you do. Man, 
Somebody told me that shit, I'll be mad. Well, I can't talk to you no more. I don't love shit about you. Okay. I do hit my wife with that a lot. She I love you. She can see sad. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I, I hit her with that. I know. I, I hit Lisa with that. I love me too. Yeah. I hit her with that. And she's like, fuck you. Yeah, you're right. That's the only response. <laughs> All right, man. It say when you've been losing a ton of weight and the one night stand calls you to tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> That's only funny to me because I don't have those problems. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Forgot what yeah. race he was in. What fucker said? What kind of diet you on? What kind of diet you on? I'm on the STD. STD diet. Okay. I forgot, man. I, I must erase the story to this. It said $2 general employees arrested for lowering prices and costing the store over six $6,000? Fuck no. It had to be more than $6,000. It's like 6000 over a couple weeks. How they lower the prices from a dollar? Everything $0.10, cents, $0.50? Cents, <laughs> they that they taking the money over the counter or something because they got them like yeah all right mike this for you i'm sure hope he never needs to use the spare tire look how big these tires is bro he got a little ass regular spare tire on the back for the fifth wheel he's <laughs> this this is what i said man <laughs> just don't think before you do shit at that point, just take it off. Just, that's what I said. Just take that the fuck it off. It looks so bro. fucking stupid. What the fuck, bro? Like, this little tire ain't going nowhere. Get that shit off the back of your car. It, take that shit off. It make me want to just walk up when, at the at the red light and just rip it off the back of thing and throw it on the ground. Like, <laughs> it's not even doing nothing. It's not even doing nothing. You don't even need it. That I thought Al was going to be here because I was going to talk about this. It said, apparently Demetrius Haley targeted Tyree Nicholas and proceeded to beat him to death because he was fooling around with his girlfriend. <laughs> but I found out, I did some research, I found out the girl wasn't his girlfriend. It was his ex-girlfriend. It was the mother of his child. You know what I'm saying? And the girl worked with that dude. It wasn't said that they was messing around with each other, but they could have been. I seen videos of the young man. He wasn't even that type of dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but on the same hand, play devil's advocate. We all know dudes who overreact just by knowing yeah. a lady that is their baby mama or their ex even just texted a dude, right? Like, yep. So. And not to say, you know, all cops are like that, but we also know a lot of cops who have some fucking anger issues. I know a lot of dudes that's like that. I kill you over that girl, even if it ain't that girl no more. Right. And then to be a cop, he was going to use his authority. I don't even know if that dude was messing with that girl. She probably could have, he probably could have seen them talking to some after work and like target the dude, but the the Tyree Nichols family said he wasn't messing with that girl. But 
You don't know what your people doing. He probably was sliding and hitting that girl on the side. You know what I'm saying? You never know. Uh, maybe he was working up to it and just had, you know, flirted a little bit. Yeah. And was just paving the road to maybe a future relationship. Yeah. I'm saying, but whatever it was, whatever the case was, or right. whatever, he didn't deserve he, that. He didn't deserve to die or be mm-hmm. beaten. He didn't deserve that. Okay. I always no, no. do the top female cheater names and top female cheater jobs. Today, they said the top male cheaters. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to do us this time. It said the top number one male cheater is a truck driver. And on this list, the number two cheater male in the world is a barber. Oh, goddamn. I got to change my profession. Why they do the barbers like that? Why? Because we see so many people. A lot of women bring their kids to us. I'm not a cheater. I'm not a cheater. Okay, it's a married man. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Married men is the number three cheating male. Goddamn. Out-of-state workers. That could be true. (laughs) Men with two kids. Fuck y'all, man. Fuck y'all. Fuck these motherfuckers. Men with babies on the way. <laughs> Coaches. Plant oil field workers. Construction workers. Twick car holders. The fuck's a twick? I fucking have no idea. What is a twick? Y'all check in the comments. Tell us what a TWIC is. Club promoters. Lawyers. Business owners, damn! I'm a barber, fucking man with two kids. I'm a business owner. I'm, I used to be a D boy, but I am a hustler. Damn! They just saying we cheaters. They just saying all men cheat. UPS, FedEx workers, mechanics. Got to deliver the package. Oh, <laughs> gotta deliver the package. Oh, got him. God is. They just saying any job a man works, he achieves. I wish Scotty was here because this story right here was for Scotty. This happened in East St. Louis. And I'm just trying to say what is the world coming to? One person died during the exchange of gunfire at an East St. Louis church on Sunday afternoon. This was last Sunday. Like, um, two other people were injured in the shooting. According to the spokesperson from the East St. Louis Police Department, the shooting happened inside the cafeteria of the Pilgrim Green Missionary Church property located at North 37th Street and Caseyville Avenue. Police claimed two people in the cafeteria took out firearms and began shooting at one another. Both shooters were wounded, and an innocent bystander was shot in the crossfire. One of the suspect shooters died. 89 blocks of news will have more information on this story as it becomes available. They shooting up the churches now, man. Like, not going in there and shooting up the churches like, oh, I'm shooting it up because I'm. it's a racist statement or something. No, they literally going to church services, praising the Lord, holding guns. Who going to church strap? They 
they going to church strapped. Oh, pulled out guns and aired the church out. They was arrogant. They pulled out guns like cowboys and aired the church out. Who bringing guns to church? I think they're missing the message, bro. Who y'all getting into it and then y'all having the straight stands off like cowboys? What the fuck? What the fuck the world coming to? These motherfuckers had guns in church and they shot up the cafeteria. (laughs) This ain't supposed to be funny, man. This is like really like like I have to question what is this world coming to? I have to question the people, the parenting, everything that's fucking going on in this fucking community to where people taking guns to church. To church. To fucking church, man. Come on. To church. At that point, they doing that to keep up an appearance in the community, to family and friends, you know? To fucking church. That fucking, like, broke my heart. Like, church? 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 What the <laughs> fuck? Really? Like, what the really, fuck? Bro? I know it. I read the story and, like, it said two people got in an argument in a cafeteria and they both pulled out guns and started shooting. <laughs> I just said, man, what the fuck? God, come down here and strike us down right now. What the fuck? Take these motherfuckers. What? These fucking heathens? What the fuck is wrong with thou, man? <laughs> Let's move on, man. When a guy marks his territory, what does he normally leave at a girl's house? Me, I know when I did it to my girl, the first thing I left was my drugs. I left my drugs and my extra money there. Know what I'm saying? That's what I left to fucking to solidify I was staying here. I trusted her with my drugs and my money. If I trust you with my money and my drugs, that means I trust you. Because that's for to make me more money and buy more drugs. Know what I'm saying? That was my way of living. That's the first thing I left at my girl house. My money and my drugs. I guess when I was younger, man, you you, you have to take, take your car. And use your car for the day. Yeah, if the girl drive your car, if you let yeah. her drive your Everyone car, everyone neighborhood knows that's your chick. That's your girl. If she pulled through, she knows drive your car. Yeah, that's your girl. Yeah, that is your girl. You, you right, Mike. You right. You right. You right. World people in Hogland. What did you leave at your girl house to mark your territory? What's the first thing you left there to mark your territory? Mine was my money and my drugs. I left that. And I said, oh, I'll be back. She said, you leaving this here? I said, yeah, I'll be back. <laughs> That's a little mind game, time, too. You're playing a little mind game. Yeah, it's my game. Whole time <laughs> I was going, I was like, man, I hope this bitch don't fuck with my shit, man. <laughs> That's funny. You get there, you count the shit real fast. You're like, oh, she ain't touch it. Yeah, I can. I can right. All right, for all the stoners, this is the this is like learning to roll a joint. You see, Cinderella, <laughs> the shoe don't fit. See, it's too too small over there. Then bam, it's just my dad still to this day rolls the ones like in the middle. In the middle, 
<laughs> he, he swears they're fine. He's never he's never gonna waver or change. It's loose as hell. <laughs> they I fall rode, out everywhere. I rode that third one, man. But I don't yeah. do the little the little twist. That third one looks like a stuffy though. Yeah, that's a cone. It's a cone. And the second one is a, the third one is a, the first one is a cone too. I'm rolling regular joints, man. Like I use joint papers that's king size. So I'm rolling big old wool joints. Okay, Bob Marley said smoke weed every day. And when he said that, he didn't fucking mean this shit right here, you little fuckers. He didn't mean he wasn't fucking talking about this. He said smoke weed every day. He wasn't talking about this shit. Not this fucking shit, man. He was talking about he was talking about this shit right here. Talking about this type of shit. Would you dare to smoke this weed from 1924? <laughs> it was 99 years old today. Yeah. It would be 99 years old today. Would you dare to smoke this? I will roll up the babyest joint because this weed right here, that weed right there, that all is going to be holding his hair. But it's going to be crushed up like this. You can crush that shit up like this. It's be it's hell hell I don't even know, man. Um, because I don't found it oxidizes and it decays with light and UV and all that. It's probably not, you won't even catch a buzz. You catch a cough. You catch a cough. <laughs> Before, yeah, you catch, yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> but you dare smoke that. Mm. All right, all right. Let's see. We got comments. That would burn the shit out your mouth if you hit it. <laughs> UNA is funny. Okay. Miss Debbie say that shit would choke you like crazy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mike said, hold on. Okay. Who the fuck made it a crime to hang out and smoke weed? Who made it a crime for us to do that? They was doing that in Woodstock and all that. And then I'm saying it's a crime to smoke that, that bomb. Who made the crime? Fucking I blame it on Reagan. I blame it on him and his fucking wife and the war on drugs. So they was trying to get that cocaine in. I'm not sure how much of this is, is new, but I'm noticing like some weird context perspective being posted on message boards. And the one I heard was people saying to smoke nicotine and nicotine frees your mind and smoking weed constricts your individual thoughts. So don't smoke weed, smoke nicotine. You'll, you'll have a free mind. And I'm legit, bro. I wish I think I actually saved it to bring up for, for this show. I'll try to find it to bring up future. That, that this like shit is wild. Food. That sounds like the statement they was using to ban weed and fucking make cigarettes fucking legal. And it goes with the same dude like that Missouri County Sheriff in Missouri. Yeah, yeah, they said that. Who went on public record saying the weed now is stronger than the weed of, you know, beforehand, back in the day. Mm -hmm. And that he guaranteed to the news agency, he's like, I guarantee that my my department is going to see more overdoses and death once weed goes legal because of that. But yeah, <laughs> I know weed is recreational legal here as of last week. 
You know what I'm saying? Um, in Missouri. Like two days ago, right? Yeah. Like um, in Missouri. So now you can just smoke. But I ain't never heard nobody dying of weed. Nobody never overdosed on weed. None of that shit. If they overdosing down here in Missouri, it's because all the dope heads on fentanyl and they smoking heroin. They heroin capsules and pills. So if motherfuckers dying, it ain't over no weed. In all of these years, hundreds of years of motherfuckers been living, you never heard nobody dying of weed. So and that's what's happening. You get ignorant people, state officials, ignorant people in power who are that's making these statements that are completely false. That's what been that's what kept it down and unwraps for so long. No, I'm saying right. it ain't been legal. That's why it's still illegal on the federal fucking the That's federal ridiculous. level, you know what I'm saying? It's still illegal on federal level because it's ignorant people that don't know anything about the plant or the medicine parts of this plant or anything. You know what I'm saying? They just ignorant and they just going. But back seeing that last life. narrative about like you smoke nicotine, you like it just feels like it's big tobacco pushing narrative. Yeah, it's a narrative, and that big tobacco big. kill people literally. Mm-hmm. You know, thousands, millions of people die every day from lung cancer, from cigarettes, even people catching cancer from not smoking, secondhand cancer. Shit, that shit's crazy. We know people die from cigarettes, and cigarettes is legal. It's legal. Sold in your stores. People die every day from cigarettes and tobacco, mouth cancer from chewing tobacco, all type of shit. Nobody never died from smoking weed, buddy. Here's the thing. So why like, is, they why know you and me can plant a cannabis plant and do that at home. It's super easy. What? It's super hard to grow a tobacco plant to cure and dry tobacco to get a blend. So they they, 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 they want you to see. Yeah, exactly. They're going to keep pushing that shit. You're going to see more of it. You're going to keep seeing these <laughs> new narratives pop up that tobacco's good for you. Watch. It's going to be and crazy. Watch. Bad. Man, and that weed's bad. Y'all watch. Everybody in their right mind know that ain't right. Okay, we're going to hit y'all with that. Uh, 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 uh. What the fuck is that? And today on What the Fuck is That is... Oh, what, what the, the fuck, fuck is, is that? <laughs> dog, bro. And I love dogs. But this dog don't have no... No fucking top, nothing. No nose, no top lip, no... I, I feel like what's gonna follow is donate to your SBCA. Yes. <laughs> Look at like one of those commercials. That's why this was on what the fuck was that? Because I wanted to know what the fuck happened to this dog. Like what the fuck? Like it's sad. Like it, yeah, it looks like it sort of healed over, so he's been like living with it for a long time. Yeah, he lost How is he that big? Like someone has to be taking care of him. And how is he eating? Yeah. Like he have no mouth. How's your tongue not dry out and shrivel up? They have no mouth to eat. How's he eating? I feel bad for the little dude. Right. Yeah, they should help him with surgery a long time ago. Right, right. Like that that I was sad for that. I'm like, what the fuck happened to the dog? What the fuck is this? What I have to. I had to ask the questions, but what the fuck is that? So it's been a good show. And before we leave, I want to hit y'all with the butt of the day. And the butt of the day today. It's brought to you by Hydrostar Pro, and it is wedding cake. This wedding cake looks awesome. You know what I'm saying it's uh, actually yeah, a crazy. real good picture. You can still actually <laughs> see the green stem going through the middle of it. You know what I'm saying uh, 
is white and crystally and made with a lot of flakes. This this bud actually to me looked like it could be make a good dab because it's so frosty and crystally. Or yeah. you know that one that's our processor's dream. Yeah, you know that one shit we used to make that bubble hash where we uh, shake it with the with the um. Oh yeah, dry ice. Yeah, make all that keep that actually look like it would come. Oh yeah, Miss Debbie. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. This shit look like we could uh dry fucking dry ice and shake it and get hella keep off of it. And she was still on that fucking that that dog. That dog made me sad, so I had to move on past that. We're not trying to keep talking about the dog. <laughs> hey, like I said, it's been a good episode. We enjoyed y'all fucking with us, and we enjoy fucking with y'all. You know what I'm saying? I am your boy, Fat to the Rock. This is the Pie Hog Podcast. Yeah, I would say these is the hogs, but that is Mikey P. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Another hog. Matt was here. He disappeared. Matt is going to be gone for the rest of the weekend on a cabin trip. Him and his wife do things. You know what I'm saying? They get out. So much love to bro. Send us some pictures and some clicks and some videos or something. We don't oh, know yeah, what the G was. And Scotty came in and out. Out. but he usually loud at the barbershop. So I think he ain't come back. Right. He to work. So know what I'm saying? It's been a real one. Just like that. We out. Oh, you can go fuck with that light. Light. You can go fuck with them niggas. Nick. Oh, you can come fuck with the gang. Cause if you come fuck with this baby. You gonna be dropping some change. What? You might be even popping the stain. But you gonna be getting some brain. So you can come fuck with the gang, 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 gang. You know you can fuck with the gang, 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 gang. You know you can fuck with the gang, 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 gang. You can come fuck with the gang. You know you won't fuck with the gang. You know you won't fuck with the gang. Make sure y'all hit that like, that share, yes, that tell a friend, tell a friend about the PPN. Scotty is back. What the hell? We end the show and you just not come back.